0: all right hey 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 it's the dancing librarian mom wise you guys bear with me as i try to navigate this here um live show this is new to me but i wanted to go live only because i want to make sure uh I wanted to um, have guests onto the show, and I haven't mastered putting together audio into a uh, pre-recorded. But what better thing to do than just go live and have, you know, real conversation about a topic? And today's topic is the HBCU experience, okay? And I'm going to have a special guest on um, I have to send her the invite. Um, but HBCU, some of you may not know what is an HBCU. Well, the HBCU, guys, is, stands for Historical Black College or University. All right. And in light of the election and what's been going on, I wanted to, uh, and well, the election and the fact that you know Joe Biden won and Kamala Harris, and she went to an HBCU. She actually went to my alma mater, which is the Howard University. So I wanted to just basically talk about it. Like we're so super pumped and proud right now, and I wanted to talk about it some more. And I have my special guest. Are you there? Can you hear me? Tangela Kingston, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you. Can yes. you hear me?
0: Yes, I can. I got it, okay. I got it right. Okay. Mm-mm. Um. Oh so everybody, welcome Tangela Kingston to the Dancing Library My Wife Show. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, I even got you some hands off. you hear them? Okay. I hear them. I hear okay. them. Great.
1: Thank you Great. so much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
0: Okay, so basically I went through, uh, Keaton's like explaining what HBCU means, which, you know, some people don't know, but in light of the election and Kamala, did I say it correctly? Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) quick side note, Keaton got me and low-key shaded me because I called Miss Harris, uh Kamala. No, Mrs. Mrs. Harris. Kamala Did I say Kamala or Kam- Kamala? No, you said
1: you said Kamala.
0: You said Kamala. I said Kamala and she said it's Kamala. Like comma Kamala. I said, Well, okay. So I have to make sure and you know what? That's what friends are for. So now I will never forget how to say this woman's name, I'll tell you that. Kamala Harris. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> and Keisha is also going to be the MVP of the show today because she is stepping in last minute. I said, hey, I had a cancellation. I need you to, uh, you know, somebody to come in. And she chose to come on in so we could discuss the HBCU experience. Um, Keisha, what HBCU did you attend?
1: I attended Texas Southern University.
0: Yes, and where is Texas Southern University for the folks
1: who may not know? Texas Southern University is located in Third Ward, Texas, uh, which is in Houston. Boom! And real
0: quick, uh, uh, side note, guys, if y'all keep hearing me call her Kingston, that's just because what I call her. Tell us where are you from?
1: <laughs> I am originally from Chicago, Illinois, South Side, so I die.
0: home of our former president, President Barack Obama, and First Lady
1: Michelle Obama. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I also, side note, attended the same high school as our former First Lady (gasps) Michelle Obama.
2: Yes!
0: Okay, we can't change Mm -hmm. the topic of the show. But I do want to know, you know, I'm just saying in the sense of, that's very interesting. Like, you got into the same. Like, how was this school, like, the, 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 um, the demi, the, guess the demographics part of it, or what, the whole environment, the well,
1: atmosphere. The, the school itself is called Whitney Young Magnet High School. It was a magnet school. And so it was, it was, it was very, very diverse because mm. it is one of those high schools that take kids from all over the city. They are not, um, they're not, um, required to live in the district the students are not required to live in the district or the area in order to uh, attend gotcha and now it's on uh what's called selective enrollment so that's where they where they are now
2: oh well look at that
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's what's up. I like. I have a whole half a star. I didn't even know it. I give it half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I should also add, guys. Me and Keystu work together at our school, and um, yeah, we we are on the same team together. She's passed down the crown of team leader to me, and
1: mm-hmm, yes, ma'am. That's yes, another ma'am. show. show me ma'am. <laughs>
0: That's another I show. Thank
1: okay, you. I thank you.
0: <laughs> and I also just add, I have had I have a uh, quite a few other friends who have attended HBCUs, and I've had them to record their experience. And they have a I gave them a set of questions, and they answered them. And I'm going to post their statements after this live show. Kingston actually gave me a statement, but I'll post it still, Kingston. But you can still tell what you said on the recording as well. And, uh, and it's, it's friends who went to different HBCUs. So we have two from Prairie View, two from Howard, and Keexton who went to TSU, our Texas son. And hey, Keexton, my parents graduated from T- TSU. Did you know that? Mm.
1: Okay, you know I paid that from <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you know what's crazy? My mama is like a ride, like she's a diehard TSU Tigers. Like she, TSU. She T- And it's funny because none of her kids went there. <laughs>
1: none and you of us. all are from Houston. How sad.
0: Yes. Oh, we see Mo has joined um, the thread. Hi, Monique. Momo. Hey, girl. And you'll hear our hey, experience, our HBCU experience as well in the recordings. Um, but yeah, my my family actually is a Howard family because my cousins went, my sisters went, my uncle went, we all kind of went to Howard. Uh um so I'm just going to jump into it. Uh, the first question, and then I'm going to ask you as well, Kingston, we kind of go you know, back and forth. The first question, why did you choose Howard? Um, I chose Howard because it was a family school, and my sister went there. to will tell everybody to, my day. to this day. Why did you choose Howard? Because my sister went there, and that's where I was going to go. Um, and that's the only school I knew about because my sister embedded Howard into my brain. When she went there, when she graduated, it was just Howard, Howard. I didn't know any other school but Howard because that's all she talked about. And I also knew I wanted to go to Howard because it was far away from Houston, Texas. And my mama would have to get on a plane to come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> she could not just pop up. Okay. I said, oh, no. I, I feel go. that. I feel that. <laughs> I said, you're age from this yeah, down feel the feel street. That. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's too. Brave, that's down the street. I need to go away, so she got to call me. Cause if I'm not there, it's a wasted trip. So that is why I chose to go to Howard, and plus it helped that you know it was an all black school. Now I can say my high school was a good mix of all cultures, all races. Um, and I kind of, I kind of gone back and forth between diversity as far as schools are concerned. My elementary school was, I can say, predominantly a white school. My middle school was black and Hispanic. <laughs> and high school was everybody, a big melting pot. So going to Howard, it wasn't like, oh, I wanted to go to Howard because it was, because uh, I was, I've heard this. I heard it a lot when I, on my freshman orientation was, I want to come to Howard because I want to go to school with people that look like me. I was tired of going to a white school. That wasn't my reason. Because I went to school with everybody, so that's kind of where I'm going up. I mean, go, up. Mo says straight up, it was far away. Because in her statement, she talked about how she chose Prairie View because it was far from Chicago.
2: <laughs>
0: so, uh, <laughs> so Kisa, tell us why did you choose Texas Southern?
1: Okay, so if I give, uh, if I piggyback on what you did, do a little background. Um, just a little history note, and I guess it's still current. Chicago is one of the most segregated cities in the United States. Mm. And we are really allocated to specific areas. Um, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and all of my life I went to school with nothing but black people. Um, my neighborhood was all black people. I've only ever really interacted with black people until I went to high school where I had a little bit more, um, had more exposure to other people and not just, you know, like you go to the grocery store, you might run into a white person, an Asian person, a Hispanic or something like that. But this was actually building relationships with them. Um, so I think it was kind of always, um, it was an unstated rule in my household that it would be a black college. Both of my parents are uh, Jackson State alumni. Okay. And even though they both went to Jackson State and graduated, I did not want to live in Mississippi under any circumstances. <laughs> Absolutely you. not. I just, it just was not Ooh, a, we have a
0: friend, uh We have a friend from Mississippi, and she going to probably get on you for saying that. But
1: I'm just going to leave it alone. Go ahead. I I I spent many many summers in Mississippi. i being from Chicago. It's a no for me. Okay, so um, <laughs> I did not, as I stated, or as I stated in my statement, that I did not choose Texas Southern University. It was chosen for me. My original plan was to attend either FAMU or uh, Fisk
2: okay. University,
1: and I also chose it for the same reasons it was not some great academic reason that I wanted to go and I didn't have a history of people that I knew that were there I knew that my parents could not just come <laughs> I knew it was far enough away that a phone call would have to do and because as you say I am old um <laughs> I, did not- call. <laughs> I did not call Kingston oh I called her wise okay Mo mm-mm I'm not Mo. You in here? You heard him. Anyway, um, yeah. So at the time that I was in college, I in school with the college in the early mid '90s. Um, there were no cell phones, so it there just was no way for my parents to just touch me unless I, I was readily available, and that's what I didn't want. And being an only child is very odd because most people think that I would be attached to my parents, and I am so not. I um, should be saying here. I've been here since then. But nonetheless, it was chosen for me. And then another thing, my mother wanted me to leave because I used to get into a lot of trouble growing up. Um, ah. For some reason, I would just mm. not do right. I wanted <laughs> what where- I do right. Yeah. I'm, I'm making my statement. Thanks. Okay, so <laughs> I used to get into a lot of trouble. And my mother wanted me away from Chicago because around that time, Chicago was making a turn. Um, everything you hear on the news is not exactly 100 percent accurate. Yes, Chicago does have issues, but there are so many beautiful aspects of Chicago. However, that was cold. kind of in a turning point. It's cold. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's cruel, too. Um, <laughs> and so she wanted me to get away from there. I wanted to get away. There, but I did originally plan to move back. That's neither here nor there. Um, but I will say that I enjoyed Texas Southern University once I got there. So okay. it was chosen for me, but it's not a choice made for me that I regret. Gotcha. Oh, hello.
0: Uh oh, can you hear?
1: Yes, I can, but I can't hear mom.
0: Uh caller Momo. Can you can you hear us? Yes, I can
1: hear y'all. All right. can I hear you? Yes, I hear you now. Okay. <laughs> Monique is joining hey as y'all. well. Hey
0: Monique. Hey. Okay.
2: Hey
0: y'all. Hey. Okay. It's funny. Monique attended prayer of you guys. Uh she's another person who is I recording. Did. I will post. Um it's <laughs> funny how Keith, then your story of you trying to get away from Chicago, and like you said, your mama had to call you. Is I mean, it's relevant. Like that's kind of that's what that was the thing. And um, you chose, and so you chose TSU because it was in Texas, or it was a, because it was HBCU, or or a combination, combination of
1: both. Okay, perfect. Combination of both. Okay, um, and I didn't know anyone in Texas. Gotcha.
0: Okay, and Monique. So, Monique, where are
2: you from? I am also from Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. (laughs) Now, now, two against
0: one, right now. (laughs) What?
2: Well, no, I feel like we all have the same reasons, though. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're friends. It's not that bad because we we have a connection. We were bled together. Yes, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> okay, so tell us why did you choose? Why did you choose
2: Prairie View? Okay, I I have to go ahead and agree. Okay, because off the rip, I definitely was looking for the furthest thing away <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois. That like literally that was my sole purpose. I didn't care if it was. <laughs> <laughs> to you or not if I knew that my mother couldn't come I was going <laughs> and that was it for me so when it was like you know around the time for you know oh hey you know you need to decide where you want to go for college because my parents didn't necessarily go to college so it wasn't like mm. I had you know anything to like stem from like they went to like um uh, trade school for yeah. their you know like their their jobs in life however i was the first to go to college gotcha. and um even just listening to y'all story like yes i do have to go ahead and agree with Tanji, like yes chicago is very segregated like everyone has their spots you know um however for me i did not get the opportunity to go to like elementary school <coughs> or high school with mm. people that looked like me i didn't gotcha. have that um so, literally, I I was the minority in my school. So, wow. uh. and how did I, that feel? I was. Honestly, I didn't even know. I mean, I knew, but it wasn't like a, hey, it's just you and that group. <laughs> I didn't even, because, you know, because I had, I literally, that was my entire life. I, I went to Catholic school, my entire, you know, educate, like my lower school education history. It was through, Catholic school private school so I didn't know that there was something different mm. and in high school it was just all girls and all I saw was girls that was it it, it wasn't a color thing to me so I gotcha. didn't know you know I didn't it, have that mindset so but, there
0: wasn't uh, ever a time where maybe like y'all are watching so I was learning something about maybe black history or someone who is black and they might have looked at you like, hey, can you give us an insight, or that just never really occurred?
2: So, my thing is, like, I didn't have Black history, like, you know, like, classes or anything? Like, it was probably brought to my attention during February, and that was it. So, like, y'all so never like, talk about everything else? Gene, was like, like, nobody? I mean, during February, yeah, <laughs> it would be, like, a a program. However, other than that, it was, like, world history or U.S. Mm. history. It wasn't like solely black history. That's oh, interesting. I knew of them. Yeah, I knew of them. However, that wasn't like a forefront of a, you know, right. social studies class or anything. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. it's like, funny that you mentioned that, like, y'all didn't really talk about men, much of black history because. Like, um, matter of fact, um, Erica mentioned in her recording, y'all here as well, and my friend Ashley mentioned in her recording, and I think, actually I think my friend Mm -hmm. Felicia, that, and like at Howard, it was about you as a black person, like, you got to learn history about you, like, yourself in Mm -hmm. in a sense, Um, Mm -hmm. because I know at Howard, we had to take the African-American studies course, like, that was the freshman course of all courses, you had to take Mm African-American studies, and... Got it it was when that's where you learn black history you know what i mean so i just found that interesting that you said like well we really didn't have that because <laughs> it's not really no. just harped on in schools
1: so it isn't right. it isn't and it's not. it really isn't and what's what's better for you than me because i am older than you too old like you know what I'm <laughs> because i am older. <laughs> Why? Why? I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. No, but because I am older than you, um, Black Pride, although it did, uh, kind of take off in the '70s when people were, um, you know, Black Power and Black Pride and all that. So I did get that because I definitely got it from my parents. However, mm-hmm. it was limited. There were, you know, you stuck with the basics: Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Malcolm, X, but even with Malcolm X, and that time Malcolm X was probably too radical for them mm-hmm. to go into. That was mm-hmm. before I think black people were as comfortable with themselves as we are now yeah. to, mm-hmm. to talk about those people who were more revolutionary and who right. bucked the system. So then when you got a little older, you heard about the Marcus Garveys and the Malcolm Xs, and like the differences between Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois. There's, right. you know, the one had more of a uh, go-along-to-get-along, which is Booker T Washington there. And W.E. Bois was more like, nah, we're not doing that. So okay. I didn't learn, like, mm-hmm. all of those different facets until yeah. I got a little older and I got more exposure to things. I like ran my parents did tell me more about that stuff because, Caroline, your parents are from Texas. My parents are from Mississippi. So my mm-hmm. parents and your parents, because they're still both in the South. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Jim Crow, during yeah. Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, just little stories. I'm not trying to get off topic, but <clears throat> little okay. stories of how my mother was telling me when she got to Jackson State, because since we're talking about HBCU, when she was in Jackson State, and they had, like, um I guess something like an aptitude test. And okay. they would take these tests that most of the kids would fail. And it would be simple questions that were like things you see in a museum.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they would be like, I don't know, because we can't mm-hmm. go to the museum. Mm-hmm. All and I know is
0: that's
1: what up. you tell me is in the museum. What you tell me is in the museum. I know that there are animals in the zoo, but outside mm-hmm. of what I know to be an animal, those exotic animals and things like that, I've never seen because I'm not allowed to go to the zoo. Now, I'm allowed to pay the taxes. Right, right. That, that fund the zoo. I'm allowed to pay the taxes that fund the museum. However, I and my brothers and sisters, my mother, we're not allowed to go. Right. Wow. That's, but that, yeah.
0: the yeah. fact that you said it gave me a sense, like, and everybody's failing because, I mean, you don't know, you don't know. But it
1: was like, exactly, because, because that's not it's your frame up, of though. reference
0: you know to be I mean? right. a setup for you to fail right. and it's funny that y'all bring up the fact that you know we always talk about the people like Martin Luther King Rose Parks you know but like at school that's why when we were when we do our black history programs we started off like that when I know when I first got up you know at the school I don't I'm not gonna put the school name on here right now but <laughs> uh, uh I, it would always be um the same people i said we need to teach these kids more than right. this, these folks but there were
2: more people yeah, yeah. there were like, more people you know that contributed he,
0: correct like you know how many black yes. people have done little things like little little things right like the potato but that still chip, made you know? a big
2: difference yeah mm-hmm. so
0: mm-hmm. That's when I said, we got to start mixing up some of these programs, letting them see different faces and learning different people. Right. In the black issue. And then, I, you know, you can't be, you know, one-sided. So when it came time for like single to my or Hispanic here, just y'all got some people too who has done some great things. So let's show those right. people off as well. It's not <laughs> the
2: same two people.
0: <laughs> it, right. <laughs> but I feel like. You got to, like, change the narrative for all these kids so that they can know when they grow up and not be so ignorant and right. blind to the fact that, you know, you are important. You can't do the same thing as anybody else, no matter which, who you are or what you are. That is why the fact that Kamala Harris has been elected the vice president and she's a female and she's black and all this good stuff is like, what, what, what? And I need the Uh people to Uh understand. I need the people to understand. That is why we are so hyped. Y'all don't get how great of a moment this is. (laughs)
2: Right. -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. historical. That is (laughs) historical. And then it's it's the the little achievements for us as a Mm -hmm. people and and Mm -hmm. as a as a race as a gender as a whole. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I think it's bigger than. You know yes. what people are are allowing themselves to see.
1: Correct, <laughs> absolutely, because that is how I felt with this, as well as with when President Obama won. Because mm-hmm. I'm in my 40s, I'm a close mm-hmm. to 50, and and in the scheme of things, not that old. But mm-hmm. I never thought in my lifetime. Right. I never thought in my lifetime in 2020 that even, well, 2008, back when when President Obama won, that I would see a black president, and I most certainly didn't think I would see a black female anything. Yep. A black female anything.
2: Correct. And even just in essence, and knowing, like, our age range and, like, knowing that, okay, you know, black history and what it means to you and who are the people, you know, of that actual concept, like, in my lifetime, who would be my Martin Luther King? Right. Who would be my May Jemison? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Who, who is that during our lifetime? You know, and, and that's even for the kids and the generations that are upcoming. Like, they need to see themselves as a yep. representation of them to know that, you know this what? Is this this is Uh, His yes like this is history in the making and you are a part of that like you got to witness that and that is you know something to celebrate
0: and I think if if all I'm so happy that HBCUs are getting recognized because they they, you always hear about those division one colleges like Texas Mm A&M LSU uh uh what is it is it Michigan State is that what I, but you know those colleges mm-hmm. got these fabulous football teams and then you like but there's some HBCUs they may not what be athletically yeah. great but academically right. like they're there so you know I'm glad that it's get, they're getting the recognition they deserve Um, in general like you said Keith said so they used to call Howard the Black Harvard and it's so funny they call Howard the Black Harvard I can understand why they say that but I guess me attending there I'm like I mean I felt Howard was, like in the other school. <laughs> Great, I yeah. didn't know other school. <laughs> but I think it's like the experience, which I'm segueing into like what's the HBCU experience. Um, I can say like the HBCU slash Howard experience was like homecoming. That's like the mm-hmm. big deal. The mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. deal. And for me, I can't I must pause. Hey AB, I see you joined us. Amber has joined us. Hey AB. Um <laughs> hey. um it's the fact that uh okay, homecoming. I came from a school, a high school where there was no homecoming because it was a performer in our school. So, going to Howard and they were like, "Okay, you know, homecoming what you wearing?" I'm like, um, jeans and a t-shirt. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know? right, right. What do you mean what am I wearing? And she's like, no, it's like a, a week long. Oh, it's an it event. Isn't. It is an event. A, like, and then, and it was also around how everybody got their refund checks. Now.
2: <laughs> you're gonna come out and stunt.
0: oh <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's my, here uh-oh. That's, uh, that's Kingston's okay. dog, guys. Hey Uh, (laughs) Shy, I'm gonna say I gotta pause for Shy. Shy. This is live. This is authentically real. With
2: Shy. Oh, we
1: all uh in the backyard.
0: I'm gonna say that uh I never got a refund check because all my money went to
2: my tuition. Same thing, same And I was still behind. That's
1: right. <laughs> uh, still that would be me. That no, out-of-state. Me that Them out-of-state fees not my game. Listen, no. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. It was
2: double charged. Yes. <laughs> I was fighting. <probably laughs> state in school. I say, All you home, right. <laughs> baby. They yes. still <laughs> asking for money. <laughs> okay and no. so
0: they was like you know let's go to the mall get our outfits i'm like okay and i'm still real yeah. green about it because i'm like i don't know why are they really getting so hype about this i mean ain't it just a football game right, right. so correct, when correct. when it when they started setting up on the yard and that's another thing is that like It seems like every HBCU has their yard (laughs) (laughs) where you got you got the sorority and the fraternity trees where they stand. (laughs) (laughs) and you (laughs) better not stand by that tree. Sit on that bench. Oh Lord,
2: sit on on that bench. bench. (coughs) Sit on (coughs) that bench. None of it. You better
0: Mm move. So, 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 um. (laughs) When it, when they started setting up on the yard, I'm like, they like really, is this like a carnival? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> They're Correct. setting up tents. And so when Friday Correct. came, no, actually it was like more like Thursday and it was Wednesday. Like Thursday. When classes started mm-hmm. to empty, I'm like, where everybody at? Correct. I'm
2: mm-hmm. studious.
0: Right, being studious like a goofy. <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> like,
2: where is everyone? Was Where it not is everybody? Who to today? But
0: listen, your girl right here, <laughs> I learned real quick.
2: I learned quick. I said, oh, you don't go to class on homecoming week? And the professors right. are okay with mean, Because low key, the professors are I mean, being right, like. Because they know.
1: Yeah. They out there too. <laughs> <That's already> reading, <laughs> well. I, it is. They out there to try to see who's here. What, <laughs> so
2: you start, and then you
0: start mm-hmm. seeing the signs like buy your tickets for the step show you and i learned quick i learned oh, by my sophomore man. year to get all that mess early because they sell out quick get your tickets for your step show Correct. get tickets for the uh the uh the
1: game Ooh, like, the ice work that, right. the step show mm-hmm. right all because that. others are coming show. it's
2: not just your school other people are coming, so you got to beat them to the activities.
1: Yes, ma'am. Everybody, used to be lit. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So like my oh, first, yeah. my freshman, y'all, my freshman year homecoming was probably one of our the best ones because that is when Ludacris first came out. Y'all remember? <laughs> that was when he, but he came out. What was that song? I don't remember
2: probably. Ludacris.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, say, what was the song? Uh
1: okay and remember he, i can see he, the he, afro from
2: i knew to that's what you were talking about i was <laughs> trying to get the word and so i'm like what can he think on the thing
0: he had literally just just came out like the song was for mm-hmm. like a week old so when he performed we mm-hmm. was like oh, okay okay <laughs> that's cute." <okay." laughs> now bring the realness yes. and then um biz Marquis came out and then Ooh. Now I'm getting my homecoming confused. I'm not sure if homecoming my freshman yes. year was Jay-Z mm-hmm. or if it was DMX. I believe it was a little bit of both. But listen, I was so hyped. <laughs> said, oh my God. Is this how it right.
2: always been?
0: Like, Nobody told me that this is what homecomings are yep. like. And they're like, no, no, no.
2: That's yep. how they are. Correct. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Cause I almost missed mine. See, because in Catholic school, you don't really get those. You don't get a homecoming yeah. and, um, any of that. So uh, when they say, oh, you know, you go going to the game or you know, you going to do homecoming week. Cause like literally at PV, it was a Monday to Sunday type thing. Like every day was something. Right. And it was like casino night or it's a tent party this night. with hump day on the on the hill level 80 I I don't know what was going on I'm like "Uh uh-oh uh-oh and I haven't missed nothing because so I'm like okay okay here I come here I come where where is it at (laughs) you know it was so convenient because at the time like Prairie View like it's developed now but at the time it was just university and then farm around it was just I can't
0: remember that nothing
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the closest thing was like 1960. It was like, like a, a 45 minute drive. So you needed a car. So <laughs> yeah. You don't got no car. Mm, baby, you going not have to do it for yourself. So uh homecoming week was the week and I don't, I can't tell you who was what cause I, I ain't gonna tell my business, but I don't know. But I know it was. <laughs> an event. Um, I said <laughs> <laughs> that's right. all I know. That's <laughs> like what is, I mean, that's I all it. part of your experience. That's your experience.
0: Like I could also say I get HBC, it. HBCU also feel the, experience, the HBCU experience is being around your own people. And not and feeling Absolutely.
1: comfortable with
2: it. Feeling Correct. comfortable with it.
1: Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely see, but Absolutely. when I arrived
2: I had a culture shock.
1: I was. Mm. Oh, it was just. Too I didn't many. know. It was what just. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. It was what so
2: many of us. I was scared. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this? And in my, like in my defense, I had seen so many black people in one <laughs> together, being cordial, <laughs> walking and talking, and
1: uh-huh. you know, I know, it. I you know, you
2: know. So i was just like on edge, like something's gonna happen. Something's gonna be wrong, right? <laughs> too many of us. It's way too many. You know, I
0: can understand
2: um, that. And yeah, and so didn't... like at first, that was my. I was ready to come back home. Like you know what? Oh no, oh Jesus! But <laughs> but literally after the culture shock, then it literally introduced me to the culture and like so much variety of us, mm-hmm. like. That mm-hmm. I never experienced. Like, I hadn't. I hadn't had, you know, so many people that looked like me, you know, just co- cohabitating in life at all. So for right. me, it became a fun factor. Like, ooh, I want to get to know you. Ooh, well, where are you from? I never heard of that. But, oh, you know, okay, mm-hmm. well, how do you live? Oh, I never had to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it was just listening to everyone's experience. Just in life and how they got to school and just like ah okay we are all the
0: same right right we are all the same Amber just joined us too hey we
2: have two Ambers on hey both Ambers hey y'all hey
0: y'all
2: it's
1: like um hey hey subsex of a sex so like it was just us but then there are all these subsex of us. all over campus. because you still have those nerdy groups, then you have people that look just like you, but are nothing like you, and so then you have to, because like what Mo was saying, one of the things, black people in particular, I don't care whether you've been to college, didn't go to college, you went to a a predominantly white college, HBCU, black people have to unlearn Mm -hmm. fear, and discomfort of other people who look of like each us, other. based Same. on what white people tell us we yeah. should be fearful of yeah. I've grown up around black people my entire life, like I said, Mo because Mo went to Catholic school all of her life she did get right. more I, of the, more diversity, yeah. and I too, until I went to high school, I went to private schools all of my private like my first private school, and Mo will know what I'm talking about my first private school was in Roseland which mm-hmm. I am from but it's in Rosen. Ain't no white people in Rosen. No. Um, the <laughs> next the next um, 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 private school that I went to that I graduated from eighth grade from, which is a big to do in Chicago, but that's neither to handle there. When you <laughs> graduate, I went <would laughs> Moa tell you me. that's an event. But anyway, um, that school was on the west side before it started becoming gentrified and again that was all black people and like I said before it wasn't until I got to high school that I started being around and fraternizing with others so when going to TSU I see what Mo is talking about because you have so many things that are told to you by white folks and because white people control the media the imagery that they constantly pour into us it makes us fearful of us right
0: I can understand
1: And that. you can go, I've lived around us all my life and I never knew that this was happening. And you go, I didn't grow you know, like the stuff you'll see on TV and you go like I don't know anything about that. Right. Like when I first came to Houston, mm-hmm. people were assuming that me saying I'm from Chicago that I'm basically stepping over dead bodies on my way to school. Yeah.
2: because
1: yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> <from laughs> Oh, you from Chicago. You know the game
2: you in a game. Exactly. Is
1: that you was no? in a game? Are you? <laughs> watching TV. <laughs> and they told the stuff that what they, you know, but I did. I did, believe I that did. because <laughs> I did too. I thought it. <laughs> yes, I, can't, you what, what, you what, I been, came to Texas. I thought it was flannels. I, I, I thought everybody this was, was living flannels. like that show daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's cowboy. And even still to this day, and I live out here in Missouri City, and although it has developed great to this day, to just be sitting on the side of the street and see somebody going down on a horse. <laughs> day, and I have been here almost 30 years, and I'm just like, that is not it. <laughs> I will not buy a cowboy boot. I will not buy. I will not come and, uh, I, I will not. not, have not I have I'm not. I have, not. I'm,
2: I have <laughs> not. I'm a city
1: girl. I've <laughs> only been to the rodeo one time.
0: Now, see now that's as long
1: as I been here. That is safe. Now, you're supposed now. you supposed to. I've only been one. You to get your turkey legs. I hear you what you you're saying. To your eat, <laughs> eat. Right. uh-uh. It's in the word. It's in the <laughs> word. <That's it. laughs> no. They <I> got concerts <laughs> and turkey legs. I don't care. A oh, rodeo. You said right. rodeo. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> you.
2: Exactly. Oh, hey, you rodeo. Mean, we're getting
0: off topic now. To
1: I'm today. sorry, get-
0: sorry. Yes, we were on culture shock. I apologize, go back. No, sorry. but I can understand what Mo's said about the culture shock because I was, I had a little bit of that when my sister brought me to Howard to visit it before me going. She took me to mm-hmm. Homecoming. And so when I got there, like the day of the game, I was like, Ooh, why are there so many black people? <laughs>
2: listen, she was like, listen. she looked to be like,
0: oh no, she did, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, why are there? Why are there? And they're all in one place.
2: So many, right? You
0: you gotta be on
2: alert. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. But I felt because she took because she took me to the rodeo. I mean, look, I read rodeo on here and said rodeo. Uh, you do go, but because she took it to homecoming, uh, and I was able to experience how Howard looks, it helped me from mm-hmm. when I got there my freshman year. Like I said, I still didn't understand the homecoming concept because I only went one day and that was game day. I didn't know it was a week's worth of stuff. Okay, so, right, right. Mm-hmm. But do y'all have any, like, what mm-hmm. else, any other things that could be the HBCU experience or? is it pretty much like being around your own you know um, I think
1: it's the vibe just yeah. to make it simple the vibe yeah I agree. um and you know I have a t-shirt that says can colonize the vibe no matter what, what people try to emulate of people of color black people in particular there is a vibe that we naturally possess yeah. that can't be emulated no matter how hard you try, there is a vibe from the, you know, like all of the different videos where you show the differences between the bands. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: For instance, well, Mo Mo went to PV and me going to TSU, the Labor Day Classic. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. each I other's rival. Labor. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And so going and just the the halftime. Yeah, halftime. You cannot half get a halftime, and that has nothing to do with academia or any of those things. Nothing. Halftime at a football game of any kind, homecoming or regular. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it. And then the funny thing, I don't. I'm sure they still do that. Nobody is sitting to watch the game. Now I don't know about nobody. white schools. Nobody. I know yeah. black <laughs> schools. No, nobody Nobody's, right. Nobody's watching What's the bad game. Bad. You will walk. 40 miles until the halftime show. When the battle okay. of the bands comes up, now everybody sits down. Yeah. When the battle is over, when it's over now, now you're up <laughs> and leaving. you to
0: on the that, field. Not just at football games. At Howard, the basketball game, the band would be in the stands, right?
2: That too. And Correct. Listen, you
0: had to make sure you walked in that game on your A game because... Let you walk in with yes, anything man. crazy, the whole band was about to clown you. <laughs> I, nah, look, it's kind of like a, that was that was a little bit bullying at the time, but it was it was funny to me then. But the band was so <laughs> hype. the band was so hype, and you it's, you don't even you're not even watching what the players doing on, on the court. You know, mm-mm, like mm-mm. it was just that, like you say, the vibe. Like it, you just?
1: Acted. It's just a vibe. It's, it's like a hat- club atmosphere at all times. But not in the sense of dancing. It's just the mingling and the movement and the stuff that might break out on the yard and right. from the, <laughs> um, the pro fights and when they have their, their step show. just the things that could just break out out of nowhere in the middle of the yard and make the whole campus stop moving. Yeah. I There's agree. nothing like that. I agree. There's nothing like that anywhere else. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm yeah. gonna
0: segue into like basically my last question I had asked everybody to kind of answer, and it was, how has Howard or TSU or Prayer View helped you in your mm-hmm. adult life, or you know, and it has, or has it helped you in any kind of way uh, now that you are older and you've gone and you've experienced it? I'll let you guys start, and then I'll give my answer last.
2: Mm-hmm. I could go. I think go. it's me. I could go. <laughs> I, I can <laughs> I can honestly say that um my experience at uh my HBCU literally taught me independency. That mm-hmm. that was my biggest takeaway from school. Um seeing that um I was the oldest. I was spoiled. I didn't have to do anything. Therefore, when I got to school, I didn't know how to do anything. So, the biggest lesson was learning to survive on my own and knowing that there is no one that's going to, to you know, there no that's gonna be there to, you know, catch uh, you. There's no one that's going to be there to, you know, fix. You have to do it yourself. You know, if you don't have something, you need to figure out how to get it. If you need something, you need to work to get it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and I think uh, now, okay, now I do say I went to, you know, PV to get away from my mama, Mm -hmm. but also so that they weren't close enough to if something happened, it would be like a call come save me, because that's all I knew. Come fix it. Come, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, um I think it shaped me into being so independent to the point where if I want it I'll go get it myself if I you know if I don't have it then I learn to be without and um also like just the importance of family seeing that I came out to Texas I literally had no one here I had no I knew no one I had no family I had no friend no nothing so it was starting over building friendships that legit in turn turned into family because I mean I didn't have the luxury of being able to go home every weekend or you know go home for the holidays when school was closed I didn't have that opportunity so like friends would take me home like, oh, you know, you're you yeah. not going to leave you here by yourself. So they would take me home and being in their homes and their families like receiving me as if I were a part of them. Like I was everybody's daughter at some point. I don't even know how many <laughs> I had. Right. But like, you know, um, <laughs> like that was the biggest takeaway from me. Because and it I wasn't, like, a family Giving you girl those
0: friends who look
2: like you. Just saying. Correct. <laughs> that look like me. Because in high school, like, I was in cheer and dance. And, yeah, that was my team. However, like, my besties was from Lithuania. Okay? I didn't know black people. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> at all. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it took literally going away to find me and the woman that I wanted to be and a, yeah and, and oh, sure. I discovered you're in your yep correct okay. and who I am and what I look <laughs> like is okay yeah that, <laughs> so,
0: that is that's the, that was sad. that I feel out of all that that's what's very important because you know it's kind of what I'm teaching Karen like appreciate who you are I don't care who's your friend what color they are and where they right. came from. Appreciate your color and who you are. That way, you know you can go right. out and be great. You're, you're so yes.
2: and be Very comfortable good. in your skin and know that you add value too. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, God, on. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: Tasha. That's that's we'll teach. We'll oh, do. Wow. T no the
1: tears you did you, you know? Well, let me say I can say well what I will say is that my my sentiment <laughs> is pretty much exactly the same as Mo because Mo says she was four she was the oldest I am the only and yeah. um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know how to cook I didn't know how to do any of that like right. I didn't know how to do I didn't clean up my room I didn't do anything Ooh
2: you was growing cool. up you
1: didn't clean your room I was. I was.
2: I was. I didn't even. I had to. I had to have the other kids do man That's why I, I had to but do But I didn't have no <laughs> other kids. I didn't
1: have. Sisters. I didn't I do none of that. I now. mean, I cleaned my, my room probably about five times <laughs> in my whole life. Girl, I, when believe... I was
0: did. <laughs> girl. But girl.
1: anyway, I did. I did all of what she's saying. The same thing with the. Now I will say I took my school a little further. but My first year at TSU thanksgiving i did not go home and i went home with my then roommate and she lived in brenham and so when i returned i told my mom and dad hey that won't happen again <laughs> <laughs> oh. somebody gotta find some money or some gas money and come get me we will not I, we will not be oh, no. repeat. Oh no, man! Oh, no. Damn, wait, wait, we wait, not doing that yeah. no more. Wait. Listen, Linda Listen. I don't care. Okay, okay. okay. Uh-oh, in, uh-oh. He uh-oh. sees the. Okay, first. He shines in the reflection. Right, y'all giving too much attention. The dog in the mirror, and he doesn't <laughs> like the dog in the mirror. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. So, um, but I will <laughs> say, it in was <one laughs> independence. I did gain a lot of independence. I, again, like I said, I didn't know how to cook. And then I had the audacity to get an apartment. With mm. no, you know, so no meal plan and none of that other stuff. Now I got to figure stuff out. Now what my mom did... Okay, let's go back to this thing. Okay, so my mother sent me a cookbook and then she hand wrote all these different recipes for me to figure out how to cook. And I did and I eventually... But I am... I am now. I, I'm too independent, and it, sometimes it causes a problem in my household and like my marriage because I have this mindset. Whether that's his intention or not, I'm not gonna ask you for nothing. Definitely. I I know that that's not something <laughs> that you you are supposed to do in the marriage, but I can't help it. I'm conditioned that.
0: Right.
1: Uh, right. So I am of the, that, I, that is something that I got from leaving home. I won't know, I don't know if this is necessarily attributed to attending an HBCU, but okay. I know that leaving home forced me to grow up in a way. And then on top of that, although I, I, I won't get into all my business at Texas on university, um, I ended up with a baby. And... <laughs> that's that true
0: you know what I do have one question for you though Keezen. when sure, your daughters sure. you have older daughters because you know you're wiser
1: I right? do and
0: you like to throw in our face so <laughs> daughters
1: are I have we got two three. daughters 125 and 121 uh, we know yes we know.
0: well the people don't know but. well
1: so, the people you know, I have two adults. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh oh
0: Okay. I don't do ballet lessons, but thank you. But when they decided to go to college, were you trying to make them find an HBCU or you didn't care? You just said go to a
1: college. Uh, if I'm perfectly honest, my goal is just for you to go to college. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, That's originally, Alexis uh, was part of the AVID program in high school. Okay. And um, they did college tours, two to three college tours a year. Mm-hmm. And she went to I remember her going to um Sam Houston State. She didn't like it. She went to PV. She said, Mama, I'm not going to use the words she used, but it's too many of them. It's just too much. <laughs> So it's kind of. That's how I felt too. It's kind of, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She got the same thing from Mo. But my children also grew up differently than me. I grew up in an all-black area, went to all-black schools. She's grown up out here in the suburbs of Houston, yeah.
0: Yeah, where
1: she's been in a multicultural environment her entire life.
0: Mm.
1: And she was just like, it's just too many. It's just too many. Now, Cameron, mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, I just want to graduate. I don't care what the school is. <laughs> I couldn't care less. <laughs> I would prefer my children go to a black college, but yeah. in you all wouldn't... honesty, I just want them to go. And, and, hey, fish. and that's fine
0: i appreciate that i understand. you know me i'm going to of course push howard <laughs> but at the end of the day i'm not going to make you go somewhere you don't want to go you know i would love to you to go and if anything i will probably present you with all the hbcqs <laughs> hey try, yeah. try this so to do so well. that Try yeah it. you know what's funny i didn't mention that when it was time to apply to college uh my mom was like, "Okay, we got you know, you gotta do your college applications." I said, "Well, where's the Howard one? Because that's the only one I'm filling out." She said, "You can't just apply <laughs> to Howard, and that's it." I said, "Well, that's where I'm going, so why not?" And she said, "Well, I'm a, right. my I'm little my, little my little mother little. is actually applied to the colleges for me because I refuse to fill out any other application but Howard." And here's how here's how this is how HBCU the Howard HBCU is. I never got to accept this letter. I just got a bill. I was like, Yes,
1: that, now, yes. that, is, talk that is one of the problems with the Wait. college
2: experience. Yes, they'd be like, Oh, okay, come
1: on. I I, I didn't, I didn't.
0: So I guess That's I how I had to it actually
1: paid off. Is
0: we ain't talking about this, <laughs> right? <So laughs> I guess I can, because they're saying this is what we owe. So I guess I'm going. And I you out summertime. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm telling mm-hmm. people I'm going to Howard. Ain't got not a nail letter. I'm going to Howard. I'm going to Howard. Got That's a scholarship. Deal. Got a scholarship to go to Temple. My mom, like, well, Temple's an HBCU. Uh, what's that? Where is that? Philadelphia? No, I'm going to Howard, mama. We've discussed this. <laughs> hey. um, U of H gave me money. I think TSU gave me money, but I just, and this is what's crazy. Howard gave me like $2,000 that was it. I mean, the money was nothing. I'm like,
2: Hey, so yeah. right, my son.
0: right, it was a little but bit that. Yeah, uh-huh. And so, <laughs> at the end of the day, I went and, you know, I can say that Howard has helped me in some ways as far as my adult life. Um, All of what y'all said uh, as far as making me grow up and um, be independent, be on my own, figure it out on my, on my own. But I can say... When I put down, it has happened. When I got this current job and the current boss that we have, when I had an application, uh-huh. she saw Howard. She goes, "Oh, you went to Howard." I'm like, "Yeah, you know," and and she's like,
2: "Oh,
0: oh, Well, did you pledge?" And I'm like, "No, I did not. I, I did not pledge. Well, if that's a long story, that's another uh-huh. show. But I was like, no, you know, that's." Right,
2: I'm like, my sister, hey Tommy, we hear you, hey Tommy. Uh-oh. I'm trying to say, who's saying hey? <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you though, go ahead. That's okay.
1: No, I told so, you, I was on target, sorry. <laughs> oh, I said, uh, Oh, I okay. picked this up at TSU too that's, what,
2: that's wait, why I picked wait, that one up she said I
1: picked <laughs> this up yeah. in life
2: okay. it shakes her adulthood
1: that's gave a you, whole nother podcast
0: he gave you all two big <laughs> starters uh,
1: that's a whole nother uh,
0: podcast but, uh, 25 and twenty three. wait I
2: lost my credit card what was I saying I'm sorry, sorry. you were saying was... the Howard was prestigious oh, and got you hired so, girl. so
0: when I mm-hmm. put it on my application, like, oh, you didn't pledge? I'm like, no, I didn't pledge. She was like, oh, I said, but my sister, she pledged. You know, she's a Delta. She's like, oh, okay. And I felt like that was half the reason why she just hired me on Spotlight. <laughs> you want the job? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I also <laughs> went, went to another job before this one. It was another place I was in. This was like an hourly job, and they were like, you attended mm-hmm. Howard? I'm like yes i went to howard you know but i think <laughs> they, they i think they thought i said that, that howard was harvard i'm like eh, that's different but um not what i said yeah everything y'all said as far Same as making thing. me grow up making me be independent making me have you know just be an adult <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what the howard has done for me in the hbcu i appreciate my people probably more than i probably would have if i didn't go I know mm-hmm. if I didn't go Sorry, to have, if I didn't go away to school where I went, I would be probably a very gosh. dependent person on my parents.
2: Same like, like yeah, I might not know my parents, but I probably have some some marriages or
1: something. <laughs> does, one of the things you to say that I, it does is it instills a sense of hustle on you. Yeah, For sure. You probably quickly. won't have outside of
0: that. Yeah, quickly. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Well, this is great, ladies. I was, look, we're almost at the hour mark. I was like, this is going to be an hour show. I don't want to make it too long cause, you know, because, you know, don't, don't last that long. Yay. But I really do want to, I appreciate you guys for stepping in and filling in and talking about your experience. And like I said, we are on a high field because Kamala Harris has, you know, she's the new vice president and Joe Biden, who's uh, elected president. And we're just excited yes. to get this mm-hmm. next four years going, rebuild America, bring us together and get things going. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thank y'all. And Correct. I want to thank. Both Ambers you know for listening tonight. Thank y'all. We see y'all. You're amazing. Um, I'm going to post all the other recordings after this. I need y'all to share, share, share. Share this podcast. Share the bonus podcast. I'm trying to pump up the Dance Library and my wife all that I can because y'all know how I am. I'm busy as as she does hockey sticks. So, yeah. Ah,
1: <laughs> bang! Be yes,
2: <laughs> like you Got when it. I grow up. Girl, bye. No, that
0: ain't high school, didn't <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, y'all. Okay, y'all have a good night. We'll holler at y'all later mm-hmm. to be easy. And wait, I gotta get my my go-away music. Hold on, let me find it. Okay, okay. okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this it?
2: All right. I don't need to rock out, though.
0: Wait, is this going? Is,
2: uh, I was ready. I don't, I don't
1: uh, think uh. it's there. Come on, I don't, Dorothy.
2: <laughs> there we it. There you go. <laughs> Thank <laughs>